to KBOO Portland. The time is 7.01 and next will be Queen Talk. Stay tuned. Tune in on Thursday, August 30th at 8 p.m. to celebrate the Native programmers and the Native community of KBOO as part of our 50th anniversary. Jack Malstrom of Rose City Native Radio will host this special on-air program. You can join us at the Native Community Open House here at KBU at 20 Southeast 8th Avenue from 7 to 10 p.m. on August 30th. More information about the Native Community Open House and the anniversary programming can be found at kboo.fm. KBOO Community Radio is proud to co-sponsor the August Amzi After Dark, featuring insexuality, ultrasonic love songs, and death dances from the Panamanian Rainforest on Wednesday, August 29th at 7.30 p.m. at Amzi in Portland. What does the world sound like to an insect? Or a bat? You can find out by exploring the insect music you've never heard before in surround sound under the Panamanian stars. Again, that's Omzi After Dark, featuring insexuality, ultrasonic love songs, and death dances from the Panamanian Rainforest on Wednesday, August 29th at 7.30 p.m. at the Oregon Museum of Science and Industry, 1945 Southeast Water Avenue in Portland. This is a 21 and over event. More information can be found at kboo.fm on the right side of the homepage under Community Events. Thank you. 
haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. Hey everybody and welcome to Queen Talk. Um, I am your host Kayla and I have Vanessa here with me as well. Vanessa, thank you for coming. No problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, I'm just like catching my breath right now because I just <laughs> ran in here. Uh so, yeah, I'm just, like, I don't really know. I'm kind of, like, flabbergasted right now. From sitting in the car? Just from, like, <laughs> my whole entire day. Um, oh, no, was it bad? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, I had to work, which is, like, uh, stressful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, just the traffic and then, you know, like, some people that were supposed to come canceled. Totally. And I'm just, like, I don't know. I'm trying really hard to, like, be a better version of myself i 100 percent get that but <laughs> i have but feelings yeah i'm yeah, like ticked off so it's like i literally when i was driving here i was already ticked off because i was in traffic and so i had more time to be ticked off totally and so i was just like having this inner struggle with myself i'm like okay am i gonna like go bad or am i just gonna be normal and i'm like well that kind of is my normal and i don't want to like change myself just to like you know appease other people oh absolutely not and i you know it's kind of perfect for the topic today i know isn't that crazy maybe it's the universe like telling me i'm like a train went by i'm like who is i'm like screaming in my car i'm like who's taking a train at (laughs) seven o'clock i was just like i was yelling at everybody i'm yelling at tevin on the phone which i'm sorry tevin if you're listening to this oh my god i'm just like this is how I get though and I'm stressed out and it's not like healthy obviously but it's human and I want to make sure people who are listening like understand that that's completely normal it is it's totally normal it's a completely normal reaction and I'm also so glad that I'm here and sorry I didn't see your text Kayla texted me like an hour ago asking if I was coming and I never wrote her back So that's the kind of friend I am. No, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, you have kids, like you have you have stuff you're doing. So I was like, oh my gosh, and I was it, I was running out the door. I was making dinner for everybody. So my best friend and her husband and her two kids live with me and my man and our three kids. So that's nine of us all together. So oh, I was wow. making dinner for the nine of us. <laughs> And it got done at, like, probably 6.04, and then I needed to plate everyone and be out the door by 6.15 so I could get here on time. Oh, my gosh. I appreciate you so much. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. It's my, you know, kid-free time of the week. Yeah, yeah. Or of the month, so. (laughs) That's what I was saying to Tevin, too. I was, like, on the phone. I'm, like, I'm just so stressed out, and, like, I don't want my stress to, like, you know, bleed into this because this is something that I do and it makes me happy. So I want to differentiate the two. Like I never want to feel like stressful when I'm coming here or when I'm here because it just like, 
I don't want that, you know? Yeah. This is, like, something that I do for fun. So, anyways, I think I'm, like, a little bit calmed down, but shout-out awesome. to you. Shout-out to Dell for having my back. And shout-out to myself because oh, I'm the realest one on my team, and I love myself for that, and I'm oh, just girl. so happy. Love it. It's so good. <laughs> um, but, anyways, so, yeah, like you were saying, I feel like it's just coincidental that all this stuff has happened. Um, so, today we're going to discuss healthy relationships um, both romantic and platonic. So I wanted to start by doing an exercise on air. Um, and to also mention that the phone lines are open for listeners to call in at any point during the show and add to the discussion. So the phone number is 503-231-8187. And like I said, you can just call and like chime in about anything, like how you feel about relationships or if you want to um, ask us questions about something that we said or maybe something that we didn't say etc um, and then I also want to mention that this exercise that we're going to do um, is from materials from Ophelia's place located in Eugene Oregon that provides gender specific um, services to youth down there so I don't want to act like this is my stuff <laughs> so I want to give them credit where credit is due oh, That's cool. Um, so yeah, this little quiz lit thingy. Um, sorry, Del, I should have gave you one. Okay, well maybe. <laughs> yeah, come grab. Will you? I want you. To, yeah, if you want, if you feel comfortable. I will doing come it grab too. One, Kayla. Yay! Fun. Okay. I just love quizzes. I'm Isn't like such a weirdo. I love this stuff. This is like always my favorite part of high school. Like taking all these personality tests, and it's That's my what favorite. I'm saying. I love it. And like J14 and stuff like that. Like oh all God, the yeah. ones that are like so good. find your crush or something like that. I would always do this. They're just my favorite. I do all the stupid ones on like BuzzFeed too on Facebook. Same. <laughs> Like, which orange is the new black character are you? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh. I, just, I just did which, um, oh, my gosh, uh, Vanderpump Rules character am I? Who are you? Stassi. Okay, okay. <laughs> which I, like, really shouldn't be so proud of that, but I just love Stassi. It's she's, just so she's fun. She's a mess, and I love her. It's just fun, too. Like, yeah, I am. <laughs> um so this is a little quiz. It's um, a part of this packet that's about um, intimate uh, partner dating violence or teen dating violence. So some of this could be triggering to you. So just a heads up to anybody that's listening. Um, if that type of stuff is triggering to you, you might want to turn the volume down for a little bit. Um, but we will switch topics. Um, so it's called Warning Signs and Red Flags Checklist. Um, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that was the title. I know, <laughs> Glad right? I'm like, like, wow, I'm really not checking any of these off, but that's a good thing. So yeah. That's good. <laughs> okay, so I've taken this um, a good five times, um, and every time it surprises me that I still have the same things to work on. Um, so I'm just going to read it aloud, and I can, like, mark the answers in my head, and then maybe Del and Vanessa, if you want to, like, mark the answers, your answers down. So you're going to check M if the statement is true for me or you. And put P if the box is true for your partner, if you have one right now, or maybe if you just think of a partner that you've had in the past if you don't have one right now. Um, so the first thing is texts or calls all of the time. And then, so you write M or P. Comes on very strong, very charming, and a smooth talker. Is extremely jealous wants partner all to his or herself keeps partner away from friends or family 
then attempts to control what partner wears, what um, they do, blames others for um, their partner's, or no, for their behavior or failures. So like your own behaviors, you blame others. Other people, yeah. Okay, yeah. Abuses drugs or alcohol, has unrealistic expectations, wants things to always be perfect, um, is overly sensitive, acts hurt when they don't get their own way, takes offense when others disagree, gets upset easily, um, has ever been cruel to animals, has ever abused children, um, has ever hit a partner in the past, um, has ever threatened violence, even if it's not a quote-unquote serious threat, um, is extremely moody, switches from nice to explosive anger, um, calls partner names... Um, puts them down or curses at them, uh, believes women are inferior and should obey men, uh, is intimidating, uses threatening body language, punches walls or other objects, um, holds partner against their will from leaving the room, uh, makes partner feel like no one would ever want them, and the last one is, is not well liked by friends or family. So, if you just want to take a second to finish that, if you're not already finished. I'm super interested to hear what you have to say about that, because you said you have the same things to work on regularly, so I'm I'm really interested. It's in honestly you, like, not good. Share. <laughs> um, I will share, just because I feel like, like I said at the beginning of the show, I feel like it's really important to, like, humanize myself and let people who are listening know, like, I am not perfect. I don't think I'm perfect. I wish I was perfect, but I know that I'm not. And, like... I don't know when I first the first couple times I took this I felt really guilty because like I ended up having a lot of things that were allegedly like unhealthy behavior Mm -hmm. um and so I was just like what the heck like what's wrong with me and then like now I think today I don't know why maybe just because I've just had a crazy day (laughs) I'm like well yeah I mean they aren't such great things but it's like if I can recognize that and like just constantly be like evaluating myself even if I haven't moved like or made that much progress I'm still like reflecting on it and I am aware of it I think that's kind of like the first step and then obviously changing the behaviors but it's like totally instead of being in denial about it you know not marking anything yeah I feel like that's like I don't know that's, that's a big step for me oh, personally no, I I'm that's just like huge that's actually something that I always look for in a partner is someone who and not just necessarily a partner but like friendships too is people who are willing to like change their behavior behavior if they need to or like people who are who are always willing to try and work harder and do better you know even if they can't necessarily do it right away right. or you know but just people who are always looking to do better I think that is a really cool trait to have as a person so like good for you for being able to look at yourself and recognize that and like strive to do better that's awesome thank you um so like i said i don't mind sharing any of my answers but i just want to open up to either you vanessa or Dell, if you have like a couple that you want to share or if not that's totally fine i mean yeah do you want me to go first or sure (laughs) she can go first okay okay um so i actually only i sort of another one that I checked. Um, so I am a person who texts and calls all the time, or at least my own definition of all the time. I don't know what everybody else's definition is, but like I really like to be in contact with my people and I don't necessarily like require that, especially not for a friendship, you know, like I have tons of friends who I don't talk to super often. Um, but like, 
my man, I expect you to talk to me on a yeah. regular basis. Like when yeah. you're at work, I want you to text me when you're free and let me know that you're thinking of me because I like that. Um, and then I also, I sort of checked is overly sensitive because um, I am extremely sensitive. Like I'm not denying that, but I don't like act hurt on purpose when I don't get my own way or anything like that or take offense when others disagree with me. But I do get upset really easily. I'm an outrageously sensitive person. I know that Roberto is laughing at me listening to that right now <laughs> and probably my friend Shelby because I just, I cry all the time. I can't help it. I'm a huge crier. Like Same. for any reason that I am not happy, I start crying. And I just can't help it. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> like if I were you today on the way here, I would have been sobbing. Hysterical. Oh, I almost cried. Oh yeah, I would have been crying on my way in here. Just but I cry because I'm ma- when I'm mad. I don't I cry, cry when I'm sad. Usually, I just well, usually when I'm sad, that turns to anger. So I guess I do cry when I'm sad. But it's just like so annoying because I can't turn it off. Like yeah. as soon as I'm mad. I'm, like, crying hysterically, like, having a panic attack, like, calling Tevin. Oh, my gosh. And, like, freaking out. I just cry all the time. If I'm sad, if I'm mad, if I'm stressed out, if I'm if frustrated. If you something cute. Yeah. Oh, I'm not much of a happy crier, actually. Oh, okay, okay. Which is weird. Um, but anything that's even slightly unpleasant, I'm crying. Okay. Yeah. And it's, I've always been like that ever since I was a little kid. And I hate it. I tell people all the time. I'm like, I'm really not actually that upset. I'm just crying. <laughs> Don't mind me. Just crying. Oh, my goodness. Well, okay. So you only had two. That's not yeah, too that's shabby. Yeah, that's Yeah. What about, do you feel comfortable sharing anything about your partner? Do you want to glaze on over Oh, that? no, no, no. Um, for my partner, all I put was that he comes on really strong and is charming and a smooth talker, which I don't necessarily think is bad all the time. Sometimes I do think it is, like, occasionally he comes off as a little pushy because yeah. he's, like, he is really charming and he, like, gets his way a lot because people like to do things for him because he's charming but like you know sometimes that's good and sometimes it's like okay like lay off because he doesn't realize that he's pressuring people who like easily succumb to that um but but he is also one of those people like you who is always trying to do better and so if you point it out to him he's like oh god i'm so sorry (laughs) like i don't i don't want to be pressuring people um but yeah that was it so i'm like pretty stoked wow, about you that. rock oh, thanks you are awesome what about you Del? what do you say well i feel like i'm super similar to vanessa well i mean of course both of you with the crying i also <laughs> just like vanessa i cry like a lot all the time i just feel it's like the most effective way to process emotions and i believe that there's a true reason why we have the ability to cry so i use it a lot Um, But what I said is exactly what uh, Vanessa said about herself. And I said that about myself, which is I would text and call a lot all the time. Yeah. Um, For the same reasons, you know, I just, you know, I just also want to know what you're doing and that you're okay. Um, And then, yeah, I'm definitely an overly sensitive person. I mean... Yeah, it's, I, I try, I used to act more hurt when I didn't get my way. Now I'm like, you know, learn to like understand you don't get your way all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Um, uh, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely get upset and, um, you know, it takes me some time to process. <clears throat> but also I come from uh, a family um, where violence was a thing, so I have threatened violence um, before. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's not something that I do anymore, but I have done that. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. Yeah. 
for sure. Yeah, that's that's a hard thing to share. So that's really awesome that you were willing to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that um, I th- I think that unfortunately, um, yeah, it's like when it's something that you see, yeah, it's just because yeah. something that just makes sense as a reaction. I also think that um, <clears throat> you know the same way the crying comes, you know, there's you know this. Um, um, you know, again, when you've been exposed to like certain outbursts kind of behavior, you know, there's just certain um, uh, reactions, you know, that come automatically, you know. So when angry, that used to be one of my reaction, like wanting to hurt. Most of the time I will hurt myself, like my fists. <laughs> I've broken a lot of windows. Yeah. But yeah, not anymore. That's good. Yeah, that is, that's really good. That gives yeah. me hope. <laughs> well, Wait, what about you, Kayla? Um, I, <laughs> like I said, I'm being really transparent. So um, I agree with both of you in that I feel like Tevin and I, we do text and call all the time, but that's because, you know, like you said, we're working. Mm-hmm. So it's just like that way to just check in and see like, oh, what are you doing now? Or like, yeah, honestly, we talk about whatever, but we're like <laughs> always talking, but that's how it's always been. So I don't feel like, it's a pressure on either of our sides. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes I do, like, get mad when he, I don't hear from him for hours. Just totally. because I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what? Yeah. But that's, you know, something that I can put in check. Um, I also think that Tubman can come on, like, not very strong because he's usually, like, pretty lax. But he's very charming and a smooth talker. Um, and that's, like, beneficial to him in some ways. But it also kind of ticks me off because he's, like, very friendly. And mm. sometimes he doesn't know, like, when he's, like, crossing that boundary. Mm-hmm. Like, and especially with... You're a jealous person, if I remember correctly, yeah, right? Yeah, trust me, I'm getting to that. <laughs> um, so I'm just like, dude. And I just have to tell him, I'm like... I mean, I say it in ways that I shouldn't, but what I'm trying to convey is, <laughs> is like... Is that another one that's going to come? Yeah, I just feel like a lot of times, like you're a handsome guy and like you have a lot going for you like if you're being nice to a woman like she might take that and run with it and I'm not okay with that and so yeah that's the thing but I don't really think I mean I think I come on strong but I don't think I'm like charming or smooth talker or anything I I'm kind of just like strong like I either like you or I don't but that's (laughs) like different so I didn't mark that but um as far as jealousy I did mark me because that's something that I always like am hyper aware of but it's like really hard for me to wrangle and I don't know why that is maybe I need like to talk about that in therapy but um yeah so is, that's is just Tevin jealous too or no no and it oh, takes me off that he's not that's the thing like I don't want him oh, to be that's like I don't really interesting I don't want him to be like crazy yeah. but he literally and maybe I'm just like comparing him to me where like our reactions are completely different but like mm-hmm. It just seems like he just, like, doesn't care. And maybe that's a good thing. Like, maybe he just, like, trusts me. But then I'm like, maybe you just, like, don't care because you just, like, don't care. And you're just, like, doing your own thing. I don't know. Oh, no. And then you just, like, get in your head about it, too. So I'm just like, okay, whatever. So I've just, like, gotten over that. Like, Mm -hmm. that's just not, that's just not who he is. Like, he's not, I don't know why, but he's just not. And like I said, maybe it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. That he's not crazy. 
Um, but uh, I said, yeah, a lot of these are me. Isn't that so interesting that you're wondering? Because you know that this list is on here because those are supposed to be unhealthy behavior. You started by telling us that, yeah. right? So isn't that interesting that, that you're asking yourself, is it a good thing that you're like, not that crazy? Kind of yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, just from the perspective of like, we're just so like taught, you know, like certain behavior means th- certain thing. And therefore, if you don't do it, that means that you don't love me, you know. Yeah. But I, I mean, I would disagree. I, I, I believe that Tevin loves you a whole lot. Yeah. And, oh, sure. you know, and that he trusts you, you know. But but yeah, that is Thanks for sharing that, that you struggle with it. I do. <laughs> I not do jealous. every day. Not being jealous is such an incredible thing. So I actually used to be really jealous, um, and I'm not anymore. And I don't know how, how did I you made do that it? switch. I have no idea, and I'm so sorry that I can't, like, <laughs> give advice to people because being jealous is just awful. Um, you know, I was in a, a really long relationship in high school, and I was so jealous. Like, I didn't want him talking to anybody at all ever I just I hated it I like accused him of sleeping with my friends all the time like I just I was insane and for some reason now I'm just like no I'm good I'm good like you're fine you can have all your lady friends that you want and we're good and I have no idea I think it's just like part of being in a healthier relationship in general is that I don't feel like I have to be jealous because I have so much more trust than I did before and I don't know if that's all of it but I certainly think it helps. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's something that is, like, I feel like going to be a constant thing that I just have to work on. Um, But, yeah, that's all that I put for him. I said I am, like, overly sensitive and I can, like, act hurt when I don't get my way um, and get upset, like, pretty easily. I also put that I'm extremely moody and I switch from nice to explosive anger. Uh, and I also put down that I, I don't call Tevin names, but like when we're in arguments, when we're in arguments, like he, and nobody ever believes me and that's fine. Cause you guys don't need to know like our intimate totally. times, but he like, and I'm sorry if you're like mad that I'm saying this on the radio, <laughs> Tevin, I should have asked you, but I think it's fine. Cause it's not all the time and yeah. it's something that we can work on. And like, we talk about it after mm-hmm. the fact. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, I am, like, really quick with my tongue. And, like, if we're in an argument, like, I will say, like, whatever I need to say that I know is going to hurt you the Mm -hmm. most. (laughs) And it's horrible. It's so bad. And, like, I've talked, you know, in therapy about it. And I always, like, apologize after the fact. Like, after the argument, like, I shouldn't have said that. And Mm -hmm. I only did it to hurt you. Mm -hmm. Um, And he, like, you know, he doesn't say those things, but he raises his voice sometimes mm-hmm. not all the time this isn't mm-hmm. an all the time thing we don't fight that often but every mm-hmm. couple fights so i'm just saying like it's just it's just interesting because we like have two different styles of like yeah. when we both are hurt mm-hmm. but it's like obviously like neither of those it's just like igniting each other's fires totally. like, to be yelling at each other and then yeah. like i'm saying like really mean nasty things yeah. so well i also think it's really important to talk about fighting because there is a level of fighting that is healthy you know like you're you're not just supposed to agree with your partner 100% all the time and like obviously you don't want to be you know getting physical or you know 
being awful, but it is important to be able to argue about things and also make up. And I think that that's hard for people to talk about a lot of the time because they think that like, oh, if I want people to think my relationship is perfect, I can't let anyone know that we fight ever. But like, it is good to fight. And, you know, I'm saying that because you looked like a little uncomfortable when you were about to say that Devin raises his voice sometimes. But like, I don't necessarily think that's a horrible thing. You know, like I certainly I yell if that was one of those things on the list, I would have put that because when Berto and I fight, I yell. And that like, I think comes from a place of like, he's a lot bigger than I am. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he's like six, three. He's a big dude. Um, And so when I feel like I'm not being heard, I'm like, I'm going to scream at you because you're bigger than me. And I'm going to make sure that you know that like my voice is just as big as you. Um, And you know, he and I have a a really healthy relationship and, you know, we fight sometimes. And I think the important part is like knowing the mistakes that you've made and how to fix them. And also like coming back together and being able to work your problems out and not just like screaming at each other and then pretending like it didn't happen. You know, being able to like own up to whatever you did that was not cool. Yeah, I agree. But it's just, like, so crazy because, like, I feel like after you do that, oftentimes, like, you can just, like, move on. Like, nothing ever happened. Like, after you address it, it's like, okay, like, that's done. We did it. We both, you know, apologized and, like, talked about the bad behaviors. And now, like, we're moving forward because I feel like a lot of times, like, I used to, like, look back and be like, okay, but you said this to me yesterday. Like, Oh, yeah. I need a hot minute. Like, I (laughs) do not just get over stuff really quickly i i need a minute and you know if you know that's tough if you come to me and apologize and you know give me like a good apology don't just look at me and say sorry like that doesn't count you know (laughs) my four-year-old apologizes better than that oh my god i just called him four he's not four yet (laughs) he'll be four in october anyway um but yeah like if you come to me with a really good apology i will move on but i still not right that minute i still need you know a little while i need to be by myself and i need to process it and i need to remember you know take your apology and remind myself that you love me and that you know fighting doesn't mean that you don't love me so i don't know i agree um so you guys kind of talked about where you think like some of these different behaviors stem from and i think um subconsciously a lot of my behaviors and thoughts regarding like what a relationship is supposed to be is like heavily influenced by the media so um like how do you think that we see romantic relationships being portrayed in the media so like in shows like these are just shows i watch so that's what i put in there (laughs) but shows like love and hip-hop and in movies like twilight or 50 shades of gray and like almost every romantic comedy like even disney movies like what do you what are the relationships that are like always shown I mean, I just think they're awful, like nine times out of 10. I think they're a terrible example for people most of the time. Um, uh, And I think that is maybe part of where some of my jealousy used to come from too, is like that is a thing that you see in movies is women don't ever want the men in their lives to be talking to anyone else. And so I was like, oh yeah, like this is what you do as a woman. You have to make sure that you control your man so that he's not sleeping around. And like if your man isn't going to sleep around, you don't actually have to do any of that. You know, I think it's right. more important to just find the find the right person and not have to be so worried about it all the time. Um, but that I definitely feel like my unhealthy behaviors have been influenced by TV and movies and stuff. Yeah. What do you think, Del? 
<laughs> Sorry, I was chatting. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I can't see anybody, so I just thought you were in there. What do you think? Do you think the media um, like influences how we see relationships or like what relationships are supposed to be? Oh my god, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's more than it influences um, uh, what it is. I think it completely. Uh, creates the filter with which we understand relationships you know and <clears throat> I think it's very damaging uh, especially um, a relationship between uh, men and women and relationship between uh, women you know uh, uh, not lesbian relationship or girlfriends relationships between two women I think these two are um really just full of stereotypes all right. over the media and they really contribute to uh, women really struggling to find the support system that they need um, and uh, and it really creates uh, some gender norms for for relationships um, that, you know, even when we try to consider um, uh, you know uh, 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 not considering things through the lens of gender, everybody is having such a hard time because gender has just been ingrained so much, you know, in, in our head. And I feel like, you know, all of this is through the media. But I think that there's also, uh, you know, a new generation and, and more recently, uh, new efforts to actually depict, you know, in different shows to depict relationship more accurately, you know, and just to be um, to be more um, uh, more upfront about what's you know what's actually happening, you know, between people because a lot of things are happening. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, so that kind of leads into my next point, which is um, I feel like at least when I was like a teenager and still a little bit now. Um, that most of the relationships that were shown um, in television and, and in movies were like heteronormative, so male and female relation romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. So um, there's obvious reasons why that is problematic, but some people might disagree. So why do you guys think this is problematic? And can you name some shows or movies that you um, have seen that illustrate, you know, different relationships and that love is, you know, universal and it's not just... Um, you know, heteronormative relationships? Um, I don't know that I can necessarily name, like, recent shows that have done a good job, um, which is unfortunate. Um, but I definitely, like, I think it's problematic because it just makes such a stigma, you know? And I feel like that's really obvious, but it is super important, you know? It, like, makes people feel like what they're doing is not normal, which is just so unfair because... Right you know like who's to say what's normal right what is normal yeah um and but when all of the relationships that we see in tv and in movies are you know a man and a woman and like very much you know typically a pretty woman and a pretty man and they're you know about the same age and whatever they're those are the relationships we see so it's not just about um making different gender relationships normal but like people aren't allowed to have age gaps or you right. know be interracial couples or anything it's just like you know these pretty white couples male female couples and that's all we get yeah yeah i think that um uh i don't have i'm not like a, a super into um pop culture so i don't have um a whole lot of examples i think 
Well, one of the, the shows that I've watched recently is um, Orange is the New Black, and mm-hmm. I think they do somewhat of a, of a uh, okay job at depicting, you know, a variety of, of relationships, you know, uh, all kinds of relationships, you know, uh, including relationships that uh, are created because of the circumstances that you find yourself uh, into. Um, uh, but yeah, I would say that also um, uh, the racial component that Venice had just brought in, uh, which is, has been really, really difficult until more recent years, maybe the last five, ten years, uh, but before that on mainstream television, you would just not see interracial couples, or you would not see, I mean, even in like most shows and movies, you know, you don't see uh, lead couples that are black or that are another ethnicity, you know, it's just really, really rare, um, uh, and or people just point at it, you know, f- for that specific aspect. And and that's an issue, you know, that's an issue because it's not representing uh, the the diversity of um, of the reality of the lives that we live. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, I watch a ton of TV and see a lot of movies. So if you're looking for any that might um, illustrate, you know, love as being universal or different um, kinds of relationships, uh, there's Pose, which is on FX. Um, there's a movie called Moonlight, which was really great. Um, Dear White People is a show that has two seasons on Netflix. And then, yeah, like Del said, Orange is the New Black. There's there's actually quite there's quite a few. I think Netflix does a better job than like mainstream television, just I because totally agree with that. they have you know independent. Um, directors and film companies and things like that that are like coming out with this content that obviously like wasn't able to make it to mainstream television mm-hmm. so I'm I think it's cool that Netflix is giving I them the opportunity they are on purpose yeah. also recruiting people going to people and saying hey here's is money what would you do with it which is fabulous yeah shout out Netflix um, <laughs> so I just want to remind um, everyone that listeners can call in at any point during tonight's episode and chime into the conversation um, the phone number to call is 503-231-8187. And we're going to be right back after a short music break. You ready, me? Let's go get them. Look for me, young B, cruising down the west side highway, doing what we like to do. The reason all of my days been blind days, but today I got my barrowist girl with me. I'm mashing the gas, she's grabbing the wheel. It's tricky, how hard she rides with me. The new Bobby and Whitney, only time we don't speak is doing sex in the city. She gets carry fever, but soon as the show's over, she's right back to me and my soldier. Cause mommy's a rider and I'm a roller. Put us together, how they gon' stop both of us? Whatever she lacks, I'm right over her shoulder. When I'm off track, mommy is keeping me focused. So let's lock this down like it's supposed to be. The O3, Bonnie and Clyde, Hove and B, holla. All I need in this life is sin It's me and my girlfriend Me and my girlfriend Down the ride to the very end It's me and my boyfriend That's right All I need in this life is sin It's me and my girlfriend Me and my girlfriend Down the ride to the very end It's me and my boyfriend The problem is You do treat the one that you loving With the same respect that you treat the one that you humping That ain't about nothing If ever you mad about something It won't be that no, it won't be that. I don't be at places where we can't be at with no be at. Oh no, you won't see that. And no, I ain't perfect. Nobody. 
nobody walking this earth's surfaces But girlfriend, work with the kid, I keep you working at Hermade Berkeley bag, Manolo blind Tim's Aviator lens, 600 drops, Mercedes Benz The only time you were Burberry to swim And I don't have to worry, only worry is him She do anything necessary for him And I do anything necessary for her So don't let the necessary occur, yep All I need in this life is sin It's me and my girlfriend, me and my girlfriend Down the ride to the very end It's me and my boyfriend, me and my boyfriend That's right All I need in this life is sin It's me and my girlfriend, me and my girlfriend Down the ride to the very end It's me and my boyfriend, me and my boyfriend Talk to me Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Queen Talk. Um, that was 03 Bonnie and Clyde by Beyonce and Jay-Z, obviously. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, tonight, we've been talking about healthy relationships, romantic and platonic. And right now, we're going to segue into the next part of the episode. Navigating adult female friendships is so complicated. Where is Alex? Don't you think it's weird we're the only people in here? They want us. <laughs> okay, so literally, I just think that's so funny. That's from Orange is the New Black, season six. Um, and that's Crazy Eyes or Suzanne. I guess they don't call her Crazy Eyes anymore, which I just noticed. Um, yeah, so. I haven't seen the newest season yet. Is it good? Have you seen it? It's so good, but okay. Tevin like, didn't you like it. You have to watch really? it. I know. It's, it's on my list of things, and I just haven't gotten there yet, but I'm... Because I I know once I start, I won't be able to stop. So yeah, I like exactly. need some time to sit down with it. That's just how it goes. But I just relate to that quote so much because I, I just do. I just feel like it's so true. Um, do you guys ever feel like some of your friendships, like um, your female to female friendships are like bonus relationships? Um, besides the fact that you can tell them some of your closest or deepest, darkest secrets, um, and that you guys have weathered, you know, many breakups and makeups and arguments. Uh, I have been struggling with a few friendships that I think have turned toxic. Um, and they literally give me anxiety on top of things that I already have to go through that are just a part of life. I have friends that, like, get mad at me if I don't talk to them every day or will make, like, sub-statuses about me on social media and try to oh, guilt yuck. me into talking to them when I honestly just don't have the time. So I'm just like, have you been there? Do you have any advice for me? Okay, well, my favorite meme of all time is the one where it says, like, you can't just go around cutting people out of your life. And it's the lady with the big old pair of scissors just cutting, 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 because I am all about it. Get rid of those toxic relationships. Just get rid of them. I don't have time for them. Um, I have too many other things going on. And I feel like if people can't be adults and have healthy relationships, like, go away. You know, I would rather have two awesome friends than a whole bunch who are horrible i just like i don't want that you know i don't need that negativity around me um and i also like have learned about myself a lot more recently that i am a doormat like i just let people walk all over me all the time i'm a super giving person and um i love to do that i love to be that kind of person but like if people don't give it back to me 
I can't do that. And I don't need people to give as much to me as I give to them. But like, if you're not willing to, you know, meet me halfway, I'm not going to do it. And people often think that I am a word that I won't say on the air um, for, for doing that, for cutting people out so easily. But like, I value myself enough to know that I deserve to have good people in my life and that those people are out there. So that's my advice. Cut them out if they're not worth it. Cut them out. (laughs) Well, I mean, I, um, um, I am also a very giving person and I think that um, this is also a stereotype for women that you know we must give and be available and so sometimes also some of us have the tendency to like really play into it and I was definitely uh, someone who was and um, it actually ended up making me really sick you know I developed an autoimmune disease that was you know just really based on the stress coming from um, uh, me overworking myself and over worrying for, you know, other people's stuff, you know, before my own. So, uh, you know, I think it, Vanessa is right in the sense that, you know, it's really important to have limits and to know what you can do and cannot do and what you need, you know, uh, uh, in return uh, from, from what you give. So, so I think it's really, my advice is be clear about, you know, um, what it is that you want from relationship, what you're okay giving and not getting back and what are some of the expectations that you have for people and make them clear because right. I feel often relationships end because people had different expectations and they never really communicated to each other what those expectations were. And so there's disappointment that happens, but if you never told me that you wanted me to do this, then how can I know this is going going to be a huge disappointment you know um so yeah i think that uh, that that is a reality that i face with a lot of um of friends who have an expectation that oh now we're friends we're going to talk every day or right. be in relationship constantly in contact constantly and that was not an expectation on my end and so kind of clarifying those and or you know um yeah moving on and and finding other people it wasn't whenever i i became really sick i had to do that and cut a lot of people off and it was hard at first i felt very guilty about it and I had to you know come up with this whole thing of like oh I'm sorry I'm not feeling well I need to like take care of myself and then I was like why am I even apologizing for having to take care of myself you know I think it's part of the you know of the whole thing you know that is so true and I love that you're talking about expectations because I think that is just so important and that's what I mean when I say cut people out is like if people are not willing to meet your expectations and I also think it's important to not have unrealistic expectations of people Um, I am actually reconnecting with my dad right now which is super cool Um, his and my relationship had kind of fallen off um, largely because I had unrealistic expectations of Mm -hmm. him um, and I have realized that like I don't like I can have more realistic expectations of him and then we can just have a different kind of relationship than maybe the one I had initially wanted. But, you know, it doesn't mean just because um, he can't or he isn't this like imaginary person that I want him to be doesn't mean that we can't have a great relationship. That's just a little bit different. Um, But, yeah, I think setting boundaries is super Mm -hmm. important. And that's when you cut people off is when they're not willing to, you know, be within your your boundaries. 
Yeah. Because you only have so much to give. Yeah, you only have so much to give. You know, if you give it to others, then who's going to give to you? And who's going to be there Mm -hmm. for you, you know? So it's it's a hard choice to make. But uh, but people make that choice all the time. And and, and very often when they're disappointed is when they expect you to make a different choice than they've made, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you saying, like, if I'm giving this all to someone, like, you know, who's giving something to me? And I feel kind of bad sometimes because I feel like Tevin, like, obviously he's my partner and he's like my literal best friend and like when I'm going through the stuff he's always like my shoulder cry on like my ear you know so I just like saw this like little meme the other day and I put it on my story and he doesn't watch my stories which whatever um but I'm always like (laughs) shouting him out uh like subliminally and I was like it was something like it's like my boyfriend has been there for me when my mental health was at its lowest and was my best friend when no one else was, and then it kind of gets a little sassy. Oh, I saw this, yeah. But that's kind of me. And it's like, um, so don't come at me with, you spend too much time together that I'm choosing him over friends because at one point he was all I had and I appreciate him so much. And that's just like literally my life. Like, and, and But then I kind of feel guilty at the same time because that's a lot of pressure for him, like to be mm-hmm. my best friend and my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so like, just I hope he knows like I do think about that and that's why I do like sometimes like try to like reel back on the drama Mm -hmm. but I mean he is my best friend and it's like he's one of the only people that hasn't like turned their back on me you know yeah we live together he doesn't have a choice but yeah (laughs) it's important to have people like that too though Yeah, yeah that's like that so that is how I feel about my best friend um shout out Shelby love you um she is just like she is there for me through everything and I end up choosing her over a lot of people a lot of the time because I like go to make plans with other people and she's having a bad day and she wants to hang out with me and I'm like why am I going to choose somebody else over you when she chooses me every time and she's been there for me at like all the lowest of the lows and like continues to prove herself to be basically the best person ever so like I'm going to make sure that she feels that back for me and people don't always like that but like you know maybe if they were as good to me as she was like I would pick them instead but you know I just I think it's important to to show that to people when they are there for you that like you're gonna be right back there for them yeah but then I feel like it's also like I don't know I feel like it's good that you like want to show them love because I feel the same way and it's like but um you know they're human and like if one day they do like turn your back on you like that's your whole world like crashing down like i remember when me and tevin like broke up mm-hmm. for four months and mm-hmm. i like didn't think i could go on because i put all like i invested everything into him like he mm-hmm. was my best friend so i lost my best friend my partner totally. you know and everything and like that happened with my literal best friend of like seven years like we got into it and i don't even remember what we got into about but she just stopped talking to me we got matching tattoos together we didn't talk for a year i got the tattoo covered this oh, is the story. Oh, lordy. And then we just, like, reconnected this year. And she's like, where's your tattoo? <laughs> and you're like, you told me you never wanted to talk. To- you know what I mean? Yeah. So, lesson number one, be careful with your tattoos. There are cover-ups, uh, but... Absolutely. Now I'm like, dang, well, we're friends again. So it's I just like, got a cover-up tattoo Really? Also, so, yeah. yeah. It's just like, I mean, thank goodness for those. But it's like, I still, you know, but that's what I'm saying. That's like a prime example. It's like, you never know, like, what other people are going through and, like, where yeah. the path is going to take you guys. Mm-hmm. And, like, you might reconnect. You might not. But, like, yeah. just putting all your, like, emotional energy into someone can be detrimental, too. Because it's like, if they choose to walk out those doors, like, there goes, you know, everything 
Yeah. You put yeah. into them too. I mean, I'm a little bit terrified right now. <laughs> I know. So I'm like looking into my soul. I'm sorry. I'm and I'm like, oh you. crap. Like, I mean, luckily I have mine split up between two people. Yeah. You know, I have my partner and my best friend. But I mean, even if just one of them left, I'm just I know, I'm down and out. You. Oh my gosh. They came back. Okay. Well, Moral of the story, they came, they came back. Both yeah. of them. They love yeah. me. Shout out, Hi Shell. Shout out, Tevin. But yeah, therefore, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I mm-hmm. just think we need to be conscious of that because we're not thinking about the other person either. Like, how mm-hmm. much pressure is that putting on them? Yeah. Or like, oh my gosh, like Vanessa, yeah. like trust me with all this stuff, and it's like, or Michaela, or oh, whatever. Crap. No, I'm gonna stop scaring <laughs> you. I'm like it's freaking you out. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I think this is a good episode because we're being mindful of like other people's feelings, and I don't normally. Mm-hmm do that unless yeah, i'm like yeah. literally like taking time out of my day to be mm-hmm. like i wonder how this made like town feel like when i said this thing to him that's so cool and i should really <laughs> do that more often it's hard that, yeah that is that's really cool that you're doing that um wow i'm having a revelation here i should, <laughs> I should be a more thoughtful person um it's hard work though because yeah. we're not like you know society doesn't teach us to care about really like anybody but ourselves yeah i've had to learn to care about myself though too because you know being that kind of giving person i spent a lot of time giving like more than i had you know i was i was taking away from myself because i was giving it to other people and so i've had to learn that like it is okay to be selfish sometimes and like you know not all the time you need to give to other people too but i was giving too much and i feel like i'm I'm at a much better balance now. Um, I just recently cut a whole lot of people out of my life. And at least right now, it was a fantastic decision because they were toxic and they were not supportive and they were just downright terrible people. And I'm glad that they're not around anymore. So, you know, that was something that I needed to do for myself. And a lot of people might judge me for that. But I am a much happier individual, which means I can be a better partner and a better yeah. friend and a better mother to my kids because I'm not like dealing with nasty drama yeah. from people. Well, Shout out good. to my terrible family. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I, it's hard for me to cut people off. Like it's so hard because mm-hmm. obviously like there's something there that we like started a friendship yeah, yeah, for yeah. some reason and like. You just turned into this crazy, like, gremlin. And it's like, who are you? Like, that's not the friend that I know. And it's like, I don't know. And it's also, like, the fear. I don't know. I never talk about this because it's, like, awkward. But it's also the fear factor, I feel like, of, like, when me and my best friend stop being friends, she knows everything about me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a And tough you one. don't know people. Like, that's hard mm-hmm. to think about. But it's mm-hmm. like, she could go run her mouth about whatever on wherever and tell everybody everything. And it's I like. I mean, yeah. That's a risk you just got to take. I can think of, like, at least four people right now that could really blast some stuff out yeah. about me right now. But it's and just so like, far, whatever. they haven't. So, thanks Not to you guys. <laughs> yeah. But also, you know, I am kind of an open book in general which like you are too so i'm a little bit surprised that you're nervous about that because well not anymore but yeah, like because you lay it all out there i mean but we've been friends since like we were do. 16 <laughs> there's like yeah. stuff and yeah. it's like you know what i mean like nothing yeah. that i'm like worried about as far as like me and tevin or whatever but mm-hmm. like i don't know just like stuff we did back in the day you know what i mean oh, like yeah. i just need yeah. those to stay back in the day <laughs> i mean luckily she ne- and she never would like i know mm-hmm. that in my heart but yeah. there's always like that little fear mm-hmm. and even with your ex-partners like there's oh, fears yeah. of things oh, that you guys yeah. have shared experiences 
and things like that, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, you know, I worried about when me and Tevin were broken up is like, I saw a side of him that I never, you know, saw before and he's seen sides of me that he's never seen. It's like, yeah, if they can hurt you that, that bad, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it's like it, you, I feel like you have to be able to to judge whether or not you think that person is going to come back from right. it, you know, like if they've, if they've turned into a gremlin, like, are they going to come back to being a normal person or is that truly who, who they, they are? are? Yeah. You know, that's like, that's what I've realized with these family members is that they are, they are not good people. And so yeah. it's not like they're, they're having a bad day and I'm abandoning them when they're down. It's like they, they made it clear that they're gremlins. Yeah. That <laughs> they are true gremlins deep within their soul. And I don't need gremlins in my life. Yeah, I got but too many good but ones. also the other thing that I'm like trying to work on and like grow is like don't like feed into the drama because mm-hmm. I would do that all the time when I was younger. Like if you're talking about me on Facebook or Twitter or oh, whatever, yeah, let's go. You know I'm about to say <laughs> some stuff about you too. But now I'm just like okay, like this is really awkward. Like I'm mm-hmm. 24 years old and mm-hmm. I'm like reading like statuses about me. Like what? Like I gotta that get back to work. Is so. <laughs> challenging you know i am right there with you i have been having that same thing i'm like looking at the statuses that are not just about me but are about my children people who were in my life have been like oh i love these kids so much and i'm like you have not seen my kids in a year don't act like they're your best friend right um and i just i have to stay quiet i have to hold my tongue because i'll just make it worse Yeah. yeah oh absolutely that's what they want i know that but it's hard. And there it's really hard. It's just sad. I just think it's more sad. Like it used to like hurt my feelings and like make me angry and like whatever. But now I just feel sad for them. It's like obviously like you're going through something that you like want to bring me down with mm-hmm. you and like I yeah. can't go there. I've mm-hmm. been there too many times. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like and I'm like, sorry, my life's great. Yeah. Like, and power for you. Yeah. But yours and isn't, but don't <laughs> and don't wish them harm. Like just be like, hey, I hope everything gets better for you. Live your best life. I'm not there yet. I can't one. be a part of it though. <laughs> and just leave it at that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Have fun with your life, but mm-hmm. I will not be in it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty spiteful though. Yeah, well, we got, you know, that's what I'm saying. That's why I love the show is because we can just talk about growth and, like, things that we are reflecting on. Um, and just shout out to everybody that listened. I would love to have you call next episode. I want to hear from you guys. Uh, and thank you to Vanessa and Dell. And, yeah, we're just going to wrap up for the night. So yeah. thanks, everybody. Thanks so much thank for having you, me. Taylor. This was great. I don't want tools and I'm quick. Cut an- so don't get comfortable Look, I don't dance now I make money move Say I don't gotta dance I make money move If I see you now speak That means I don't f*** with you I'm a boss who I work with I make bloody moves Now she say she gon' do what a who Let's find out and see Cardi B You know where I'm at You know where I be You in the club Just to party I'm there I get paid a fee I be in and out them been so much, I know they tired of me. Honestly, don't give a f about who in front of me. Drop two mixtapes in six months, we're breaking as hard as me. I don't bother with these, don't let these bother me. They see pictures, they say ghosts. I'm who they tryna be. Look, I might just chill in some babe. I might just chill with your boo. I might just spill on your babe. My feel like a lake. He wanna swim with his face. I'm like, okay. I let him get what he want. He buy me Issa Laurent and the new wave. When it go fast as a horse, I got the trunk in the front. I'm the hottest in the street. No, you probably heard of me. Got a bag and fix my teeth. Hope you hope no, it ain't 
You can f with me if you wanted to. These expensive, these is red bottoms, these is bloody shoes. Hit the score, I can get them both. I don't wanna choose, and I'm quick, cutting also don't get comfortable. Look, I don't dance now, I make money moves. Say I don't gotta dance, I make money move. If I see you now speak, that means I don't I'm a boss who a worker, bitch, I make bloody moves If you a fool, you get popped, you a goofy, you a op Don't you come around my way, you can't hang around my block And I just check my account, turns out I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich I put my hand above my hip, I bet you dip, he dip, she dip I say, I get the money and go, dip this high like a stove My glitter is gold, tell that little bitch play her role I just a robe in a rose, I just came up in a rave I need to fill up the no, I need to fill up the safe. I need to let all these no, they none of them to save. I go to dinner and steak, only the real can relate. I used to live in the peace, now it's a crib with a gay. Only got charms, the life off the face. Hard to let these know, just in case these forgot. I just wanna check the mail, another check them on the You can f with me 